where's the start page? It should be over here. You know, a, a really professional organization would have this all set up. Yeah, you know, it's like uh, yeah, when they sent me the link that should have been, I should have been able to just jump in. Yeah, let me hear this one. <clears throat> and then go here. There we go. 60, mm. 59. Ah, there we go. 50, I, knew, I knew I'd get it right. Slade and Mason show. 55, 54. This continues to be a countdown to the Slade and Mason show. 50, 49, 48. You're listening to the countdown to the Slade and Mason show. <laughs> 44, 43, I only need half a team as we are now delivering the countdown to the Slade and Mason show. 12, 11, yes, 10 is our countdown to the Slade and Mason show. I wonder where they were having to Six, five, four, here we go. Three, two, one. Now broadcasting from the Dan Mason Studios, deep in the heart of Virginia, it's the Slade and Mason Show. Boy, we are deep in the batter now, man. It's like the one second I start counting, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) Your microphone's open. Oh, (laughs) Oh, man. Like as if, oh. Hi, I'm J.D. Slade. <laughs> I'm Dan Mason. And this is the Slade Mason Show. Show. All right, gang. Anyway, hey, this is the Slade Mason Show. It's all about you and us. It's like a radio program where we share with you news stories and things that we're seeing throughout the week. And it is about our take on, or maybe not. <laughs> uh, basically, we just say things that you're thinking about and you would never hear on the radio. We're just here to have fun, so don't take it too seriously. And thank you to Dano Music because we just don't have that level of talent. Yeah. That's right, and, and we can't afford to pay for the real world. No, we're not paying for that stuff. And every time we post stuff on YouTube, they go, oh, we're sorry, we're going to have to share the monetary value that you've received from this program with the XYZ company because they've claimed reference to God bless America. <laughs> for those of you who do not know what he is talking about, a couple of weeks ago in our Independence Day show, <laughs> we happened to sample a uh, little Kate Smith in God bless America. That's right. <clears throat> and when Dan decided to upload the show up to YouTube, yeah, that's they, where they, the fun began. Yeah, they listened to that and said, yeah, you don't own that, so we're going to have to share the copyrights with that. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, again, so when you, uh, like I say, if you uh, if you listen to the program on YouTube, it's, it's just as entertaining, but... <laughs> just know that we've probably gotten into trouble if we played any copyrighted music. Oh man. Yeah. Make sure <clears throat> you head on over to OLFW.com. That's where else you can see us. And don't forget to tell your friends, neighbors, enemies, cops, get us reported. I listen, I've been FCC violations. I've broken old Alexa. So it's like, if you mention us to her, <laughs> might have a good word for us too. <laughs> uh, well, I like, I like, uh, I like the word I see but <laughs> 
Oh, that's right. Uh, you know, again, and it's a, I see something icy. Yep. We'll, we'll get that's into that. Yep. That's our sponsor. I see something icy.com. Uh, when did pay her bill? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, getting a little, uh, getting a little notes from the landlord. Like, uh, first, when are you going to pay your bill? <laughs> first, first we had to get listeners. So, yeah. uh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? No, there are six. There are it six. Three. Tell you, the truth, Dan Mason. Uh, You're the one who keeps a hold of the metrics. Okay, we have, we have twice. Well, this past week we had twice as many listeners on YouTube than we did at uh, Anchor.com. Whoa. Or Anchor.fm. Yeah. So yeah. On YouTube, <laughs> yeah. So there were two on YouTube. <laughs> oh God! Let's see again. Now we're we're already almost eight minutes into the program. Good morning, Mister Mason. Good morning, Mister Slade. <laughs> I'll tell you what. It is uh, it is hot here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Yes, it is. Yeah, I did a little post on that. Um, I did my little video on Facebook yeah, and pointed I know, out. I have to see that. It was like, boy, you talk about another microwave story. Just telling me how <laughs> damn hot it is. <laughs> well, it's it uh, like I said, it's 80 degrees Fahrenheit, 27 degrees Celsius. And it's going to get up to 101 degrees uh, Fahrenheit. And for those of you listening in Turkey, it will be <laughs> 30 well, well, and with the heat indices, we could get oh, up to yeah. uh, it could feel like 115. Yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned that because I have a couple of friends who who just came back from Italy and Greece where they were actually having those 114 degree yeah. days. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is actual temperatures. Uh, and uh, they said, well, I'll never complain about Virginia weather again. And then Heck what no. do they do? They come back here and they get right into the thick of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know what the funny yeah, part about that statement is? What's that? You said you have friends. So, I'll I got a million of them. Okay. So. All right. Well, listen, here we go. Let me just tell you what I've been doing uh, because I am not good in heat anymore. Mm-hmm. I used to be. I used to be able to go out and, and the first thing in the morning and stay out. And it's like I'd, I'd be out so long that my hair would actually dye itself rust colored. Oh, All right. So, so this week, I, I, listen you know i love my radio audience and it's like and i i do everything for them i even gave up a foot for them mm-hmm. but the thing of it is is that i was out in this stuff on friday afternoon mm-hmm. at the madison county virginia fair now <laughs> now the thing of it is is that by the time the remote started now remember my day started 3 a.m mm-hmm this remote started at 4 p.m. Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. Uh, so I, I'm out there, and of course, that is really the heat of the day. You've done your 13 hours. I'm sitting out there. It's like, well, the last time I, a couple of weeks ago, I did a remote, and I was out in this, and it's like, and when I went to the doctor, it's like, man, hey, man, it's like, I, I mean, I'm feeling all blah, 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 blah. And he said, well, you know, yeah, water's good. Yeah, but you're gonna put some electrolytes in there because you're losing them when you're out and all this stuff. Yeah, and the heat will beat you up. Yeah, Man, ga- I mean, beat you up badly. Yeah, not to not to promote it, but uh, Gatorade is a good friend. Now, another way you can do Gatorade is on the cheap. It's it's of course the Dan Mason method. Yes, here you go. <clears throat> um, it's referred to as a pinch and a fist. Are you familiar with this term at all? <laughs> 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 uh, 
and I'm not talking. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <clears throat> uh, let me let me clarify because JD just went in a different direction. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So if you can't afford like $5 for a liter of Gatorade, because it's really stupid expensive, what you do is you go get some Kool-Aid and you get a liter of water and you pour the, you pour the uh, Kool-Aid in to your specifications. All right. That's number one. Then you take a pinch of salt with your fingertips and you drop it into the water and you take, you reach into a, a container with sugar and you grab a fist of sugar. In other words, as much as whatever sugar can hold in a fist, which isn't much, is maybe about a, uh, like an eighth of a cup. And you drop that into the, the liter of water and you stir this up. This has got almost the same level of electrolytes and sugars and salts that are in Gatorade, but you're not paying $4 for each one. What you're doing is you're getting it for like, you know, the 10 cents that you paid for the... Uh, <laughs> the uh, it, it, and that's it's referred to as a pinch in a fist because... <clears throat> Moms in 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 developing countries would do this same ratio, and that's everybody knows what you know. If you have like million kids, and it's like so. Um. Anyway, so it's gonna it's hot. It's gonna be hot today. So drink lots of fluids. <laughs> I'm just gonna let him bury himself, ladies and gentlemen, because he, he's like gone into circles, and now he's down down the drain, ladies now, and gentlemen. Now, now actually, I happen happen to have some Gatorade G2, yeah, uh, glacier freeze because I buy it by you know again since uh, since I was talking to my doctor, I make sure I get plenty of that in me and yeah. and and water, a lot yeah. of water, yeah. Very- anymore it's like man it's like uh yeah so it's gonna be hot and it's gonna continue being hot for uh well actually today's the break the today's the break i think monday next week it's all gonna break down to the 80s again i think correct uh that's what my forecasts say but you know again like i say my forecasts are more wrong than right yeah Do you, <laughs> any any idea what the temperature will be like go say september 20th Oh, probably in the uh, mid eighties. Mid eighties, okay. And what about in say Arizona? Oh, we'll probably be uh, we'll probably into that dry heat as they call it, and one hundred one degrees uh, in uh, at least Phoenix. So, okay. What about um, areas like um, Zaire is going? No, to no, like uh, Groom Lake, Arizona. Where, where the heck is Groom Lake? Oh, oh, uh, generally known as. Uh, Area 51. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, a lot of people have been doing a whole lot of stupid things around there anymore. Yeah. You heard what's coming up, right? Uh, uh, No. Oh, all right. I'll bring you up to speed. So this guy on Facebook posted, hey, what would happen if a whole bunch of us showed up at Area 51 on <laughs> September 20th? I mean... <laughs> They can't shoot us all, right? <laughs> That's right. I'm gonna be in the back pushing the push the forward. <laughs> you got you guys go ahead. I'll catch up you later. <laughs> I'm behind you. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. So yeah, this guy um he posted an event for September 20th uh, to go visit uh, Area 51. Now, as you recall, you know in April, don't you? No, September 20th. So, 
Like you say, because what he's going to be doing in April led him up to believe that he should be doing this in September 20th. I don't know. I don't know. But the what interesting is thing April is, 20th, man, someone someone figured out the logistics. What April 20th. <clears throat> what? What is April 20th? 420, bro. 420. Four, oh, okay. Yeah. See, uh, come on, wake up, Mason. See, I don't think in those terms like, oh, that's like right. my partner I does. Wait a minute, I got a call right here. I got to check out. The... Okay, so oh, wow. Oh, so the the joke is, hey, is that a plane ticket to Arizona? No, it's a smoothie. Anyway, so um, <laughs> clearly you have no idea what's going on. But not a clue. So let's see. Uh, early part of last week, there were 50,000 people who had already signed up and agreed they were going to go <laughs> to Area 51 on September 20th, which is now, a which is know, a Sunday, which is a Sunday. Wait, 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 wait. Let me let me add this. Then the end of uh, the beginning of last week, it was half a million people. There are now one million people who have agreed they're going to sign up. And they're going to go to Area 51 on September 20th this year. Now, <clears throat> I got to talk to you a little bit about the logistics of this. Now, if you recall, a long time ago in a land far, far away, I used to do traffic reports across the Mojave <laughs> Desert. That's the same stretch of area. Highway 15 going into Vegas. And it, they are. They're just one lane up, one lane back. Occasionally, you get two lanes up and two lanes back and in the major cities. Uh, but that's about it. Now that's an extra eight to 10,000 cars on the road. And it kept me very busy till two, three, four o'clock in the morning. Let's throw a million cars <laughs> on that same stretch of road. <laughs> have you, uh, have you even talked to, uh, uh um, you know your former employer. I haven't, not for a while. I should, I should reach out you to should, him. You really should, just to see if they're getting ready for this this massive onslaught of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll have him on next week. I'll, I'll reach out to him and see if he's that would at, be cool. Yeah, see if yeah, he's got a little free man. time there. Yeah, he's. But he, there again, I, again, and I'm going to point out cultural differences. Yeah. Who do you see doing this stupid stuff? Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, the, the, yeah, so thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> his name is Jeremy. <laughs> like I say, it's Listen the very same reason basement. that you don't see the very, it's the very same reason that you don't see very many hockey players. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh well to yeah, celebrate breakdown <laughs> i got i gotta tell you to, to, so to celebrate the uh uh the 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 area 51 and visiting there um my son and i went down to a local area again cultural differences it's a place called the range <laughs> yep right yep. off the bat not going anywhere called that <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I printed out some uh, some targets that are aliens, and we went and we we borrowed a, a, a Glock and we we shot for about a half hour. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So raising the next generation of sharpshooters, are you? <laughs> you want to get it right between those two <laughs> boys right there. 
See how it looks like a snowman? There you got it. <laughs> now, let me ask you, Dano. Yeah. Um, at last time I checked, isn't Area 51 still a military operation or a military base? And this is the funny thing about it. <clears throat> okay, first off, just to get to the outer uh, checkpoint, just to the, the drive point, the outer checkpoint, it's going to take you about three to four hours of driving. That's number one. Just to get to the checkpoint, just to meet the what they call the camo dudes. Okay. Now, it's another three hour drive in from that out point to get to the central area 51 compound Groom Lake. Okay. If you even get past the first checkpoint, you have to get past the first checkpoint. As you're driving up, <clears throat> this, uh, this is a road that you can see from miles away. So as you're coming up to that checkpoint, the guys in the escalades are already there waiting for you. <clears throat> okay. They got the AK-47 strapped to them. They're ready to roll. You ain't getting past that point. Like I said, then it's like another three-hour drive into fine group. Now, here's the other problem. There are no roads once you get past that point. So you have to physically figure out where they're over, what mountain, over what hill. You'll be out there for weeks trying to find this place. And you got to do it on foot because basically if you drive in, you're a target. So if you're walking, it's going to take you weeks and weeks and weeks. So no one knows where it is. It's hard to find out on that. So unless you're good at like geocaching and things of that nature, um, then you have to get in. So the chances of you going home with a with a complimentary alien, it ain't, it ain't happening. <laughs> so for the million of you who've signed up through Facebook thinking that this is going to be an easy ride, Ooh. it ain't. Because first off, <laughs> oh my god. You know, oh. you're talking you're talking like oh my gosh, you're talking like traffic in, you know, it's just <laughs> <laughs> just lock yeah, it up. We definitely are going to have to get a hold of the head of the highway station so we can have some fun with this it, one. <laughs> it's going to be. It would be. Uh, it would. <laughs> oh man. Oh wait, that's actually Sunday going home traffic. So that's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> so I. So I, I'm looking uh, at this, and again, <clears throat> I, I only point this out because because it's very obvious. Yes. Very very cultural differences as to how we're going to waste time on a weekend in Nevada. That's right, baby. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> well, I appreciate your, of course, enlightening our audience as to what they're getting into. If they decide to be part of that stupid trek. Oh yes. It'll be delightful. Yes. <laughs> now, I know Dan, that you are, <clears throat> you are frugal as am I. <laughs> oh yeah. I'll, I'll even go ahead. <clears throat> So, I, you know, I don't understand Uber. We used to call those taxis. Yeah. So but now Uber, <laughs> and they've got their own price scale. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I happen to see that uh, the Daily News in New York is claiming that Uber accidentally charged some riders a hundred times more than the promised price. Oh, those annoying decimal points. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron Himmelman says that he and his wife were charged $9,672 for a trip that should have cost $96.72. Did, did he give him a tip? 
I, yeah, another woman said her husband's credit card was maxed out after Uber charged him one thousand nine hundred five dollars for a ride that should have cost nineteen bucks. So Uber, Uber blamed the overcharging on a computer glitch. Hey, yeah, there yeah. we are. Yeah, Those darn decimal points. Is it two to the left or two to the right? I can't remember. Yes. Here's what I don't understand. Yeah. If I give you a credit card <laughs> and you try to put more than ten dollars, <laughs> okay, so you're gonna. So how do I? Here's the thing. How okay, do you, can't you just stiff the Uber drivers? No, no, you can't. Here it is. It's kind of like a. It's kind of like a, a a riding PayPal because you're signed up into this program and it's backlinked to your credit card. Oh, so you agree for the trip for nineteen dollars, but they're gonna go ahead and charge you nineteen hundred dollars. <laughs> oh no, they so, aren't. So yeah, <laughs> they're gonna get really disappointed. So <laughs> they put that charge through, man. Equifax uh, is gonna come and punch them in the face personally. <laughs> so I, I gotta, I gotta ask you, and, and you think about this. I I hear these ads all the time on the radio. From you know that radio station up north that says oh, sugary drinks will yeah, kill your right. kids and set fire to them and things like that. <laughs> so uh, what I found was interesting was they're advertising like every twenty minutes. You can make money on Lyft. You can make money on Uber. You can make money on Lyft. You can make money on Uber. Okay, let me let me ask you a question. If you have um, a candy store, okay, in your town, and the the one guy is selling Snickers for uh, 89 cents for a four ounce of, okay? And then a candy store next door opens up, okay? And he's got a four ounce Snickers, but he's selling it for 75 cents. What's the 89 cent guy, guy gonna do? Well, he's gonna drop his cost down to 70 cents. And then the guy who's got the 75 center, he drops it down to 60 cents. He's gonna compete with this guy. He's gonna make sure he's got foot traffic. Meanwhile, a new candy store opens up down the road. That's four ounces, and he's selling his for 25 cents. Ooh, man, margins are slow over there, man. But all the other two, they drop down to 25, 24, 23, 22. Okay, fast forward, Uber. Everybody's an Uber driver. I mean, I can't swing a dead cat without hitting an Uber or a Lyft driver sticker on the back of someone's car. You know, I've seen, I've seen it. From like little pre eyes all the way up to the H fours, you know the big Hummers. I'm like, that's yep. an Uber vehicle, Jiminy flipping crickets. So and but your price competing with it. Yeah. So there could be like you and you click, you click, 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 click. Well, seven dollars fifty cents. Mm, oh, this guy's got it for six eighty. I'll do the six eighty. And that's it. Now the guy for seven fifty. Now at six eighty, you you just driven like forty minutes for six dollars and eighty cents. Okay, and then Uber takes ten percent of that. Now I I know the, these numbers are extreme, but it, it's the same principle. I mean, you are working your butt off to get just a few bucks, just like taxi drivers. And I, that's I think that's why the taxi commission's awfully quiet about this. They're like, yeah, you you guys will figure this out in, in just a few minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you just need seventeen hundred Uber drivers in in. In Hohokus, New Jersey, and uh, <laughs> population twelve hundred. Yeah, so, 
there better be a lot of rides going on. <laughs> I just, like I say, I just don't understand because, uh, so, so you are actually basically beating your car up. Basically. For 90% of the take. Uh, yeah, well, I, I don't know what the ratio, but yeah, they take a take. It's like 10, 15% of whatever the heck it is. Yep. Oh, so there's, there's good reason. For us to overcharge people $9,000 for a $96 ride, right? I mean, I mean, let's just be frank here. The Uber will get their cut and, and the driver will get a nice cut. Yeah. And then, and then a cut will get smaller and smaller and smaller. You are my sunshine, my only sunshine. I mean, do you know, I mean, do you realize how... How idiotic this whole system just strikes you as. I mean, just taking a look at it. Well, that's why I did that that skit with Goober, you know, Carmine is <laughs> Goober. It's like, it just doesn't make any sense anymore. It's like, what are you people doing? Oh, my God. Uh, so, again, like I said, I mean, when I was in the city, uh, you know, again, you either rode a bus or you caught a cab. Yeah. You know, again, it's ridiculous to have cars. It makes no sense. But, uh, I mean, I just don't understand because, like I say, with all this happening all the time, do you know how tough it is to get something removed from your credit card? Oh. On your credit card when they've overpriced you and overcharged you? Yeah, it takes an act of Congress, basically. Yeah. Because it's just... So, <clears throat> so, in the meantime, you've charged my credit card $1,900, and, of course, if the charge is not going to run, it's like... That's okay. So, when do they find out that I can't afford nineteen hundred dollars? Well, here's my favorite part. How did you get a hold of someone over at Uber slash Lyft? Uh, it's an app. Oh, 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 yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, see, see, that's that's a. There's why I'm in the dark about this because mm -hmm. I don't play with apps, man. Mm -hmm. No, see, like that, I say, I got a. <laughs> I got, a, I got an LG phone that's <laughs> four meg memory on it. <laughs> well, see, that's why I, I've started started putting everything. So, um, as you know, a long time ago, I started cleaning up my credit. <clears throat> and one of the steps I did was I got an, an, uh, an American Express card. And it was explained to me, it's, use someone else's money and then pay it off. And this way you can keep track of it and you go, oh, you know what? This transaction, I didn't approve that. And you mark it, do not pay, and Amex will not pay it. They'll go back to the provider and go, yeah, we're going we're gonna to take back that $1,900. Yeah, yeah, thank you very much. Because that's Amex. That's why no one likes to work with Amex. Because yeah. they're, they're, they're like this, they, they have that level of control. And that's why I like using the Amex. It's awesome. <clears throat> and uh, it's one of those little El Cheapo Amexes. I don't pay a, a yearly fee for it. So, no, this is not a promotion for Amex. It's just smart use of your credit card. Yeah, like I can say, because if it is, they need to send us both black cards. Yeah, let you, let you black card with like a unlimited limit on there. That we right, just want to spend right, money. Yes. Right. So, <clears throat> so. I, I mean, I just, I am just, I'm just amazed. And, and here again, cultural differences. <laughs> Go ahead. That's not happening in my hood, buddy. No, sir. What? Rock what? will charge you what? Let's get that thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so hey, I, I found though. Let me see here. And then and then it went real quiet. Okay. All right. While he's thinking, that I got the new six words that'll get you thrown into jail or thrown into the street. New, you ready for him? New six words. <clears throat> All right. Are these are these uh uh. Uh, YouTube friendly? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Ready? I thought George Carlin came back from the dead, but go ahead. <laughs> go back where you came from. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not understand how you can misinterpret that in any way, shape, or form. Um, New Jersey? <laughs> <laughs> well, I ain't going back. I'm not going to tell you which one of it was, but it's like when she was asked about it, she said, well, I guess that means I'm going to the Bronx. Oh my gosh. Uh, Next one. Is this guy, is this guy Teflon or what? Oh, he can, he can do or say anything he wants. The amazing thing about it is that when he was running for president, he said, I could shoot somebody in Times Square yep. and get away. Yippers. And he's not kidding. He's not kidding. Nope. He is not kidding. Um, you know, again, uh, and, and I, I'm telling you, people are looking at this thinking, oh, yeah, no way, no way, no way. But remember, his base is still as strong as it ever was. Yeah. And if he keeps that base, opposing parties are going to have to do some miracle working. Mm-hmm. To take the White House back. So, All right, I'm just well, I'm just pointing that out to you because it's like it's my job to point those things out. Yes, dear. All right, hold on. We'll be right back and we'll get the oh, other no, five. Yep, we gotta go. Sorry, oh, gotta do a break, man. What's the matter with you? Got it. You just take too long to talk. Oh, jeez. As a matter of fact, I don't think I talked for like four minutes this second. Oh. <laughs> Today in history, July 21st, 356 BC, the Temple of Artemis, one of the seven wonders of the world, is destroyed by arson. Wait a minute, it's a big huge stone building, how you gonna burn that down? I don't believe any of this stuff. 1545, the first landing of the French troops on the coast of the Isle of Wight during the French invasion of the Isle of Wight takes place on the coast of the Isle of Wight by the French invasion of the uh, French, the troops land of the... Uh, never mind. 1925. Sir Malcolm Campbell becomes the first man to break the 150-mile land barrier at Pendron Sands in Wales. He drove a sunbeam, an average of 150.33 miles per hour. Wait a minute. My dad owned a sunbeam. That thing couldn't get past 40 miles an hour. I don't know. Freddy, who's researching these things? Oh, me. Never mind. 1949. The United States Senate ratifies the North Atlantic Treaty. I had no idea we were at war with the North Atlantic. See the fun things you learn on the radio? And finally, 1993. <laughs> the world's lowest temperature is recorded at Vostok Station in Antarctica, where temperatures reached a negative 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, I'm thinking my teenager might have wanted to put a coat on that day. I'm Dan Mason, and that's July 21st. Mom, 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 Mom,
She said she'd bake some gingerbread if I would sweep the floor. She said if I would make the bed and watch the telephone, that she would send me out to get a chocolate ice cream cone. And so I did. And so she did the thing she said. The thing she said. And then she made. And then she made some gingerbread. Some gingerbread. And I went out. And you went out. Just me alone. Just you alone. And got my chocolate. And got your chocolate ice cream cone. Everybody, ring it! <laughs> that was my mom's bed. <laughs> well, coming back, she stuck her toe upon a big old stone. No need, I tell you that I dropped my chocolate. That it was hard and it made that old dog sick. Then he bit me. Then he bit you. Where I sit down. Where you sit down. <laughs> and he chased me. And he chased you all, all over town. town. All over town. So now I'm lost. So now she's lost. <laughs> Can't find my home. Can't find her home. And all because of that chocolate ice cream cone. Ice cream cone. So now she's lost. Oh, now she's lost. Now we must return you to the Slade and Mason show. <laughs> okay, so I, I guess Doctor Fine. Doctor, I guess I should explain myself there. Okay, so first off, um, where to go? Today is International Ice Cream Day. <laughs> Yesterday was a National Fortune Cookie Day. There you go. So, uh, oh, by the way, that was <laughs> that was that was Evelyn Knight with <laughs> Bob Haggart and his orchestra, backed by. You ready for this one? <laughs> the Ray Charles Singers. Oh, and that's called Chocolate Ice Cream Cone. Now. Really? Yeah. You did that all by yourself, did you? Yeah. So uh, if you don't want banana or raspberry or what else? Yeah, uh, 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 pistachio or vanilla or strawberry, you know what you could do? You could reach out to Sheila Keenan at 804-617-8827 at icsomethingicy.com. That's icsomething without the G. Icy, I-C-E-Y.com. And uh, you know, you know what, you know what, JD? What? You know what? I think, I think on a day like this, I think a shaved ice would be absolutely amazing. Don't you think? 
Well, since you've planted that thought, and since I don't have icy something icy right here in my backyard. Mm hmm Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm offended. <laughs> Why? Because I don't have icy something icy in my backyard. It would be awfully nice to have, wouldn't it? Because at icy something icy, you can get shaved icy. ice treat. Yeah, they're shaved ice treats. And uh, what they do is they have these really nice Italian uh, 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 shaved ice doosmakers, and they scrape I'm the. You face. Oh no, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> What a nut job. All right. So they do, they do parties, sporting events, graduations, um, you know, bringing the community together, you know, block parties, things of that nature. Uh, they do the catering. They'll come down, come down, uh, do the shaved ice and put your selection of different flavors. It, they got a boatload of different flavors. They got, uh, let's see. Jack Daniels <laughs> and Jim Beam. They, no, <laughs> you can put that on afterwards. <laughs> They got the wow. banana mango icy with the cherry on top. They got the rain, rainbow icy, um, lemonade, lime mango, margarita. For those of you who want to get into that, get a minute. They have tutti frutti. Now she did talk about that. That that young lady was talking about uh, tutti frutti flavor. But uh, yeah, give them a call eight zero four six one seven eighty eight twenty seven. Tell her you heard about us on the Slade and Mason show. You know, now, there's only six of you, so somebody's got to hear That's this. That's right. Hi, I'm J.D. Slade. I'm Dan Mason. And this, this is the Slade and Mason, Mason Show. All right. So, Mr. M Mr. Mr. Mason, I know. Mr. Listen, listen. Some one of our monitors here at our space headquarters. Oh. To hear that, we'd like to know what it was. That is Neil Armstrong, my friend. It was 50 years ago. I know. It's crazy. And I remember exactly where I was. I was a little teenage boy in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Talk about a hole in the earth. But anyway, uh, yeah, it's like, and we were all, my mom had gotten, let's see, there was six My mom had gotten the 25-inch color console TV, and it was sitting up there, and uh, there was no cable uh, you know, again, it was antenna. Mm -hmm. but we were watching this very cloudy picture of what they said was a guy on the moon. Mm -hmm. 50 years ago, Dan. I know. Did you ever think that you would ever be able to say, I remember something 50 years ago? No, I can't remember what I did this morning. <laughs> <laughs> 50 years ago, you hire something for crying out loud. Do you remember the quote that Neil Armstrong has been attributed with? One small step for man, one giant leap for... <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's not what it was supposed to have said. He was supposed to say... <laughs> Free Uber rides from the next 15... <laughs> Download our app. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you are on. No, he, he was going to say, we beat the Russians. We beat the Russians. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. We can play golf on the moon. Okay, sorry. <laughs> was that was that not it? It was supposed to have said, <laughs> oh, sorry. one small leap for a man, or one small step for a man, one giant leap for mankind. 
one small by the time he got down there it was like you know how you get all excited like all right i'm meeting the beatles all right sorry do you know we still have junk on the moon is that what we're calling it Yes. Yes. There's. If I take, if I take a car, yeah. and I put it in my front yard, <laughs> and I don't do anything with it for fifty years, and didn't I just use my yard for a dump? Yes, you did. <laughs> and, and here's the thing of it: this is expensive junk. It is uh, the 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 lunar landers. Each one of those had a like aluminum foil gold. On the, I mean, on the legs, and and uh, and we got we got some rocks out of it. <laughs> I don't think our our value system really matched up on this one. <laughs> Gary. We'll give you a billion dollars in material for some of these rocks. <laughs> All right, here's the scary thing. I actually was uh, researching the rocks uh, the other day, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I want you to tell me how they differ from something that I'm going to find in my backyard. <laughs> uh, well, that's the interesting thing. They won't differ. And that's yeah. that's what they found out. That they're, they're uh, uh, I forget what they call it, the oxygen, the amount of oxygen that breaks down in the rock is exactly the same ratio as it is here on Earth. Uh huh. Stop it. Which leads them to believe there were there were there were multiple theories about how the moon formed. Soundstage. One was that it was a drifting smaller planet that came into gravitational pull on the Earth. <laughs> the other one was Darwin's son's theory that the Earth was speeding up really, really, really fast one day. And spun mm -hmm. off all these rocks mm -hmm. and then got stuck into a gravitational pull. The <laughs> other theory was where uh, a planet very similarly sized hit in contact with our planet and pushed out a smaller ball, which would then become our moon, and then went in rotation around it. And that what they found, I think they're called neoclast uh, mm -hmm. rocks, which That's can only be <laughs> only be uh, uh, produced with the extremely high explosion, high impact. So, and that's why they believe that that's the case because also on the white parts of the moon where you can see it, that looks like lava flow. That's where it was almost completely volcanic, and then it cooled down, and as it cooled down. It got all the impact craters, and that blew some of the neocast into the air and then landed into the darker areas, which is really? the older part of the moon. And they picked oh, up those rocks. As a matter of fact, it was Neil Armstrong. You mentioned wow. that guy, Neil Armstrong. The very yeah. last scene of him is him picking up with like a little scoop of some of the moon dust. And they put that into a jar and they brought it back to the planet Earth. On the planet Earth, they opened up the jar and they found little tiny, teeny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, tiny, little, tiny, teeny, tiny, little, tiny pieces of the neoclast. Wow. Yeah. Like I say, boy, that just uh, plays right into my theory. I'm sorry I brought it up. Yeah. 
It was either that or it was placed by aliens. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so now, okay, now yeah. this is gold aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> now we got a rocket ship. I'll say, I'll say, if we get a rocket ship and we get up to the moon, see, and we get up there, we got like a like a Hoover vacuum cleaner. Can we just pick up some of that aluminum and bring it on back? Hey, I can already see the outer space grifter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh, oh. All right, so that's one thing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, fifty years ago, and oh, that you know that brings up an interesting question. Yes. If you go back to the moon, um, that stuff up there, whose property is it? <laughs> Does that belong to NASA? Uh, possession is nine-tenths of the law on this planet. <laughs> on this planet, but we don't know about that. That's not even a planet. It's a moon. All right, go ahead. What do you want to say? Oh, Wait, you yeah. were talking about six things that you don't want to say. One was uh, go back to where you came from. I, I interrupted you by having a break. Well, that's the six words. Go back where you came from. Oh, six words. I thought. Yeah, yeah. All right. six words. All right. All right. The other thing that I that I because I I'm finding as I'm getting older, I I now know I understand old folks. I do understand old folks because it's like now I'm finding myself. Sitting you is one. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I remember when. All right, 1969. It was the summer love. Yeah. Yes, I got my you'll never find my baby. baby. Let's roll around in some muddy water and just get all really filthy and just like and just sit up and for three days and don't do the yellow acid. And uh, you know, again, it's like in watching Jimi Hendrix and Santana and Crosby Stills and Nash. <clears throat> Woodstock was a once in a lifetime event. Yeah. I am so damned tired of someone deciding that they're going to do Woodstock again. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't. They tried it in the 90s, and you had all these half-butt bands that nobody ever heard of and nobody even cared about. And here this year, they were going to try again. They even got, they even conned Carlos Santana to possibly doing it again. Mm -hmm. Look, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. Woodstock is, is mine. Woodstock is my generation. It was a once-in-a-lifetime event. It is never, ever, ever going to happen again. If you missed it, get the movie, watch it, and go vicariously through it. Yeah. Smoke a bowl before you watch it, and it's like, and you'll get somewhere there. Mm -hmm. But just deciding that we're going to do it again and do it better is idiocy. Because you don't want to do it better, number one. One. Number two, you can't do it better. Yep. Number three, there was a different mindset in this country back in 69 True. that we don't have today, and we will never have because hopefully we will never have another Vietnam. Yeah. I had a, uh, there's a buddy of mine down the road who actually attended um, Woodstock, and he was telling me it was, it was the most amazing thing. He had woken up, he, he was sleeping on the hood of a Chevy. <laughs> and the next day and he got up and he kind of like stood up slowly and you could see this light green fog over the surface of everything. He says, it was the damnedest green color I'd ever seen in my entire life. And he says, 
I know if I put my nose down into that Huey green, I would get roasted like nobody's business. So <laughs> he stayed on the Chevy. <laughs> but I just, I, I just, like I say, I am sorry that you cannot know the magic of 1969. Mm-hmm. And, and like I say, and I didn't even get to enjoy all of 1969, but boy, did I make up for it in 72. I'll tell you, I'm sure there were a lot of uh, 1970 births uh, out of that. Oh because my God, yes. He oh says, my God, Because yes. he, he went on to say, he said, there were women doing things that you would just today. Uh, yep. You wouldn't believe. It's like, you know, again, um, I, hey, it was a summer of love. You'll never find. Boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. So anyway, that, that's my gripe for the week. It's like, you know, stop trying to, to go back. You can't. I wish I could. As a matter of fact, you know what's really sick is I'm wearing a tie-dyed T-shirt right now. Oh, and- I was yesterday. Cool. So, you know, I mean, it's like, but I, I again, don't stop, stop it. Stop don't it. stop thinking about tomorrow. No, Do- don't bring them out of the closet either. So we're going to come out of the closet. Guess who's back. What? All right. Are you ready? I'm listening. I'm going to give you a clue. Uh, Eddie Murphy. Into the danger zone. Are we going to get? Oh, man. Yeah. I saw the previews for that. <laughs> I'm just like you, you, all right. So wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. For those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, uh it Tom Cruise, you know, look all five foot four of them. All five foot four of them um uh, has decided to do a new movie. Uh let me get this right. It's Maverick. Yeah, it's called Top Gun Maverick. Coming yep. out in 2020, and <laughs> I saw the previews to it, and he, he's trying to relive the heyday of the original movie, and oh yeah, my! Add 25 years to it. <laughs> oh my! Oh my! And you can see like an old general there who's talking to him, and the general's got to be at least 95 years old, and he's looking and going. You know, you've been in the service for 37 years and you're still a captain. <laughs> Why is that? And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, this hey, is wait, just... Hold on. So it's like yeah. I went on my radio show <clears throat> and I mentioned this because, you know, it's sort of like, would you really want to see Adam West doing Batman on TV? No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And and so I put it to my audience, and this was the general consensus. I probably wouldn't watch it. Yeah. I would watch the original one when Tom Cruise was a young Top Gun coming into it. I don't want to see some 50-year-old man <laughs> on his crutches or on his cane coming in and going, oh, yeah, I'm going to fly this plane like the best of the best of the best. Me personally, I would go, yeah, no, Tom, we're not going to wheel you out there in a wheelchair for you to get into an airplane. Guys were playing volleyball or something. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be a train wreck. Um, <laughs> So, and yeah, so as you know, I don't know if you know this, but he did the, um, the, the most recent, um, mission impossibles. He did the back to back. I think he's finally realized 
you know, I can't be jumping off these cliffs like this and smacking my whole body up against the white, you know, the white sands or whatever. See, it's a stretch of the imagination thinking that he can do all those things at that age. So, like I say, trying to convince me that this guy is a Top Gun fighter pilot. It's a bit of a ride. It's a bit of a ride. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. You're right. It's a train wreck. (laughs) Oh, my God. Forward to it in uh, 2020. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, Oh, my gosh. uh, Hey, hey. So, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but um, just the other day, you're going to love this one. Uh, Heathrow, Heathrow Airport. Oh, in uh, the UK. Yes. Did you hear about this? Go- I've heard of it's called the. They call it the Golden Hall. Why? Gold bars worth $4 million seized at Heathrow, belonging to South American drug cartel. That's like... Five million dollars. <throat> uh, yeah, I can see yeah. you're starting to miss it already. Yeah, I, I'm sure. I'm sure he threw it. I'm, I'm sure the cartel went. We lost what? Five million. Uh, why are you bothering me? What? What yeah, happened? That, you know, that you're right. Yeah. You know, okay, I think what they were doing, they were testing the system. But we got fifty million in. They yeah, <laughs> on the other bag. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's I think crazy. I think they were just testing the system. I mean, think about it. You get a big, huge uh, bag, and you fill it all with newspaper except for one little gold bar in the center. It's going to feel like a sixty-pound bag. <laughs> I bet they were testing the system. I bet you they were too. And it oh, it was like see, I'm looking at the clock. It's like, and I know there's so much I want to touch on. We're almost done. Uh, listen, you're a uh, you're you're the movie buff. Yes. Have you gone to see the new one yet? The live version of uh, Lion King? No. Are you going to? No. Why? Because I saw the previews. <laughs> <laughs> Someone over at Disney's no matter, going, he no what? No how he, much they he, try to make it look like real animals, it's like, they still look like computer-generated artwork. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's going like this. Disney's going. He saw the previews. Yeah. Oh shoot! Yeah. yeah. Not going to happen. I just. But you know what? They did stick to one. One they could not have replaced, and that is the greatest voice ever. Aretha Franklin. What? James L. Jones. Yeah. Before he Simba. died. Simba. Before he you died. Are. Yeah, before he, he died. didn't die. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it just sounds like it. He's been dead for years. They've just been using a computer generated. <laughs> this is CNN. <laughs> I'm James <Earl> Jones. <laughs> I mean, you know, who talks like that? <laughs> I am your father. Yes, I am. Luke, I am your father. Yes, Say what? Jake. James Earl Jones. <laughs> <laughs> just, no, imagine. we gotta talk. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I just, I just can't imagine this guy, uh, you know, just screwing up lines. It's like, yeah. Simba. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> do it again. Simba. No, I don't like that. <laughs> Simba. Yeah, that was a, that's a take. That's a take. <laughs> 
uh, Mr. Jones, could you do that like six more times? Oh, no, uh, all right, hold on. Simba. <laughs> hey, you know what? I was thinking about something we should do here. Um, there is a radio station for sale in North Carolina. Oh, God. I, I don't know how I got it on this mailing list. It was pretty funny. There are a lot of businesses for sale, but this one popped up because it said radio station. I'm like, what? Yeah. So it's first off, it's in North Carolina. So yeah, right, off, right off the bat, it's a great location. Uh, and you get one fifth ownership of the radio station. And all they need is fifty thousand dollars. Uh huh. The great thing is they are quote unquote providing digital marketing and podcast services to over twenty five clients in the USA. So for your fifty thousand dollar contribution, you get twenty percent ownership, and they are making eighteen thousand dollars per year. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah sign, where do i sign so, up for this <laughs> so right, before you start punching that button it's like i knew i had this it's like right. you know and nobody ever thinks of james earl jones laughing but i i, I caught him all right james earl jones voice recording session number one for the lion king james are you ready i prepared okay you're once again king mufasa take it away i'm king joffrey Jofa, ruler of zamunda uh, uh, not of james it's king mufasa i have come for my son akim uh, hang on mr jones <laughs> i think you've got the wrong script there uh, try this one please okay my name is Frank Cuso. Cut, James, I don't know what you're reading there, but this is the scene where you look at baby Simba and you say... I am your father. What? James, are you just trolling now? Come on, recite the alphabet backwards. I want to make sure you're sober. Z-Y-X-W. Okay, that's good. Let's get back to the Lion King now. Uh, line 42. Baby, 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 oh. <laughs> like baby, 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 no. Are you reading song lyrics now? Justin Bieber. Like baby, 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 oh. Justin Bieber. All right, we're going to wrap things up here. Uh, we'll pick this up tomorrow, and maybe you can take things a little more seriously, Mr. Jones. You have disgraced yourself, and you must be punished. Whatever. Okay, goodbye, James. I will never let that happen again. <laughs> okay. That was deep and dark and weird and... I want to thank you for sharing that with everyone here. I am and, your father. <laughs> and uh, guess what, gang? Hi, I'm J.D. Slade. I'm Dan Mason. And, and this, this is the Slade and Mason, Mason show. I don't I know where we went with this uh, show today. Is CNN. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, boys and girls, we'll be back next week, whether you like it or not. Uh, July 28th. Uh, ha ha happy birthday, Duders. <laughs> oh, my. Say goodbye, Mr. Mason. Goodbye, Mr. Mason. <laughs> and remember, you oh. joined us. We didn't join you. And remember, <laughs> only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> I like Mokey Bay. Give presents. Hey, boo-boo. How about that for your best guess? 
Yogi, you know we can't. Danger Smith is going to get us. Ah, uh, Yogi, come on over here. Uh, these people here say you took their picnic basket. Yogi, we're gonna be in deep, you know what? Oh, the bears come home. <laughs> you know, it's like it's funny that we actually get to do this. I mean, it, it, only in America could you just just take airwaves and just use them and abuse them, and, it, <laughs> and then people listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> What is your problem? The fools. <laughs> All right, fools. See you next week. <laughs> bye bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> oh my. Oh, I am hurt. I ache and everything. Yeah, my stomach is just tight. Oh, shh. They're listening still. Go do something. Don't don't you have the rest of the day to take care of? Go. Go. We're not going to do any more funny stuff. Not until no. you're coming. Not funny anymore. That's right. You know, the funny runs out in just about 20 seconds. So you better better suck it up. That's right. Hey, I think it's I think it's faded out. I think it faded out. Remember, Mr. Slade, they're laughing at you, not with you. <laughs> Got it, and I thought it was. <laughs> I'm going home and soak my wounds. Okay, <laughs> is that what they call that now? <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye, Daniel. <laughs>